Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Guests appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports Tennessee app today with Jason and John. Live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. in the park the meantime. Sound of the river, you're stopping your whole everything. A band is blowing Dixie, double fall time. Call your roof and renovations. It's who you need to call when you got things going on at your house. Might have a little bit of storm damage to your roof. Might have some water damage. Might have something inside the home that you want to fix, right? A, a renovation project, bathrooms, kitchens, whatever it is. He's the man for the job. Comes out, assesses what's going on, says, all right, you got some damage to your roof. This was caused by the storm, but errant tree branch, whatever. Then he'll get with your insurance company. More than likely get it covered at no out-of-pocket cost to you. When he comes out, let him know you heard about him on the Jason and John Show. He's going to throw in a free roof and upgrade. Here's how you make it happen. Call 901-487-7096. That's how you get a hold of Chris McCauley and his team. They'll be out there in a jiffy. Again, 487-7096. Lock in the number. We're all going to have roof issues at some point in in our lives as homeowners. Chris McCauley, the guy to call whenever you do have him, as John said, voted most popular roofing company. He'll take care of that. Take the stress out of replacing it if you should need Check out the five-star reviews. Think you like what you see, too. Everybody that's dealt with Chris McCauley, they've appreciated their time with Chris McCauley and the job that he does. You will, too. Got to call him, 487-7096. Check out the website, McCauleyRoofingLLC.com. It's McCauley Roofing and Renovations. All right, so, um, you know, every day we try to say, all right, what's the, what's the, what's the clip out there, right? What's going on uh, in the world that people need to hear? Um, and yesterday, the story was, of course, the Brett Favre controversy, right? Getting funds that were meant for the uh, underserved, right? Mississippi is the, is the poorest state in the country, and the funds that were uh, secured to build the new volleyball facility for Southern Miss were meant for um, the, you know, the underserved welfare funds. So um, we talked about that yesterday, and uh, so, too, did Shannon Sharp. And, um, you know, he played. He played in the NFL with Brett Favre. Like, they're very much the same generation of NFL player, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, think about the mid to late 90s, right? Mm-hmm. Those two were sort of really – I mean, Shannon Sharp was the best at tight end, right? One of the best tight end. Brett Favre, one of the best at quarterback. So, I have to believe when Brett Favre heard Shannon Sharp say this, it hit a little bit different. 
You got to be a sorry mofo mm. to steal from the lowest of the low. Skip, they, they, Mississippi is the poorest state in our country. It is. It's citizens. So if they're the poorest state, Brett Favre is taken from the, 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 uh, uh, the underserved. You made $100 plus million in the NFL. And they're talking about what he didn't know. This is what Brett Favre texted. If you were to pay me, is there any way the media can find out where it came from and how much? So if you gotta ask your, if you gotta ask this question, is there any way the media can find out? You already know you're doing something wrong. <laughs> the mere fact that you don't want anybody to know. So you know you're doing something wrong. Skip, he wanted to seem so imp- so, so philanthropic, he wanted to change the perception of the narrative. He take money for some damn volleyball arena. Well, his his, his daughter, daughter played. So, mm-hmm. so, but yo, oh, you see what Brad Favre did for his album model? Mm-hmm. No, he didn't get no money. Came out his pocket. He stole money from people that really needed that money. Yep. So that was uh, that was Shannon Sharp. Very strongly, strong words there from uh, from Shannon on Brett. Said you got to be a sorry mofo to. Uh, oh, you do. You do, and Brad was right not to that. That if you want to have the take today that Brett that Brett Favre is a bad guy, I think you're absolutely fair and probably right to do so. It's absolute trash the fact that he would take that money, knowing what it was intended for. Again, it's one thing. Look, rich people know how to get richer. Uh, you know that that's that comes with the territory. I'll I'll probably you and I, Brad, will never know that level. Uh, what comes with it when you get up that high? But what I would hope is that you just don't lose your morals, right? You're the the idea that you can convince yourself that this isn't stealing, that, that I'm owed this because I'm Brett Favre, and I'll take it out of that $77 million pot for welfare funds. I'll take that out of there and go to, to – uh, Shannon made the point that I didn't yesterday – and go and try to look good when I give it to Southern Miss, try to look like a hero. So it's, it's trash, it's wrong, and you don't – you know, uh, Shannon's speaking common sense to you. This, yeah. was, uh, this was thievery, and like I said yesterday – the criminal charges should be pursued both against him and the governor and everybody else involved in this thing. Yeah, his criminal, att- not civil. His attorney, Bud Holmes, told NBC News that Brett Favre behaved totally honorably in everything and that there is nothing remarkable about those text messages that got released. I think there's, I, I, I beg to differ. I think there's something incredibly remarkable about those texts. Not, you know, notably the fact that. Uh, he says in those texts, um, is there any way the media could find out about this? Right? That's pretty r- remarkable. Uh, pretty damning. Yeah. I, I think it tells the story. But if you needed any more or any idea that Favre did know what he was doing, again, you took $1.1 million in a poverty campaign in Mississippi to be the head of it and make some speeches that you didn't do the speeches for. Yep. So it seems to me like we've got a pattern here of taking advantage and taking money from uh, folks who, in your case, you've convinced yourself aren't going to miss it because you're not going to hear about it. They're not going to know where you got that $5 million from. So it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Again, I don't see how you could play the dumb I don't know card when you've apparently been taking money from Mississippi frankly stealing it now for a while again you took the 1.1 million on the in this poverty campaign to be the face and you didn't do anything like we said yesterday you didn't do the speeches you've had to pay it back so looks to me like john there's been a pattern of abusing the system in mississippi that Favre was benefiting from Favre and many others politicians and everybody else and that that that's the key here is that no no i'm not th- this is free money for me so i'm, I'm gonna take it and again i go back to 
you know, you talk about greatness and, and what guys should do when they're done and, and as much money as they made, and Sharp makes the point that, that Brett's made over $100 million. Man, why are you looking to steal money off of folks when, frankly, you should be, as like in the case of Roger Federer, looking to give some of it up? Right, looking to make the world better, the world a better place well, for it. But whatever, greed, greed's everywhere. Everybody's got to make it. Everybody has a choice to make, right? There's, there's, there's lots of ways you can, you can do, go about it. Um, you can do it, you can do it above board. You can do it like this. Now, I will say, like this is one of those stories that, you know, this illustrates to me the importance of journalism. Um, you know, it's not something that people are necessarily talking about today. But this story was initially brought to us by Mississippi Today, which I assume is a pretty independent outfit, right? This is not like some corporate-funded, um, you know, type paper, right? That uh, you know had the freedom and had the resources to 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 get this. We would not have known about this if it were not for the reporting by Mississippi Today. So to me, it's like a it's another reminder of, you know, you. We, we we wouldn't know we wouldn't be able to bring this stuff to light if not for the investigative work. Who else is? What other you know entity is out there doing that? Right? What other? And this is just one example, right? But it's not like the government was going to say anything. The government was in on it. The government was you know. Mm-hmm. So if it was not for this independent outfit, I think it's it's very unlikely that we would have never known that Brett Favre used you know the funds here for his, which, you know, the biggest thing to me and the confusing part is like, bro, you're Brett Favre. Like you don't have to take money from the government and especially that particular part of the government to pay for a damn volleyball or you shouldn't. I mean, get a business loan, get a, you know, start an LLC, do anything, bro. Like, you know, do some radio hits. I don't know. Like, you know, do the speeches actually. And, 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 you know, that was a whole other thing, how the kind of the rate he was getting to speak. Calkins ain't getting that kind of money when he goes to speak. Mm. Was they giving him five hundred grand, six hundred grand? One point one million. He had paid it back in a couple of different installments, just of six. One million dollars to speak? Come on, man. Brett Favre ain't that good a speaker, is he? Brett Favre been taking uh, Mississippi's money for a while now and mm. been happy to do so, John. That's what's clear here. Again, it's a pattern. It's not a one-time thing. So you got a a, a dude who's been doing this for a while under the guise of nobody's going to miss it. They're not going to miss it from that welfare fund. Um, yeah, I think it's ridiculous. And again, it, 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 when we talk about Brett Favre, things like this are going to come up, you know. And what what's in terms of what should matter right now to Brett Favre, and when you've made as much money as he does, and what I'm sure matters is is what the rest, of, what his peers think of him. Yep. And the next time he's at one of these dinners or whatever it's going to be, you know, Hall of Famer that he is, I'll bet you, I'll bet you, it, he's going to get. You know, guys looking at him sideways, guys who don't want to talk to him, guys who might be willing to go up to him. Maybe it sounds like Shannon Sharp might be one of those guys willing to go up to him in his face and say, man, what you doing? Right. But remember, you're going to have to live with this now that it's public. And you're right. It's a, a, a salute to Mississippi today Yes. for, for finding <clears throat> out this kind of information. Because, again, it's not just Favre and the $5 million. It's $77 million. It's the largest uh, uh, in terms of uh, uh, frauding, largest public fraud case in Mississippi history. So this is... You know, it's much bigger than just Brett Favre, and thank goodness, you know, they were able to get to some of the bottom of this. You know, the former Governor Bryant was just, seemed like that man was just willing to pull out of that pot as much as well, he wanted to. Well, to me, like, you just, it, it, it does make you wonder, like, what else is going on around the country, right? You know, with these governors and these elected officials who, you know, are smitten by, you know, the pro, the, the, the pro athletes, or in this case, former pro athletes. You know, who it's, just it's governors who don't care about their state. The federal money comes in. They said, 
how can we use this federal money to benefit well, us as politicians, yes. to benefit our friends, yes. rather than that exactly. federal money coming down and trickling down and helping the people that it's supposed to yep. and intended to help. Yeah, You're taking it's... money out of the pockets of yes. the people that need it most. Favre's part of it, but it's more obviously at the feet of the governor and everybody right. else who was him. New, this woman, that her last right. name's New, that, that kind of oversaw all this. I mean, it's 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 just taking advantage, man, of poor folks. But, yeah, but again, this country's been built on that. Well, and that's the in thing a lot, is, in a lot of ways. Yeah, it's it, you know, Farmer's not the only one at, at fault here, right? I mean, that's where you're you're the, you're the governor of Mississippi. You say, listen, we want to help, you know, in ways that we, we we can, but we cannot we cannot go here. I mean, that, you're right. I mean, this should be. If any be, state needs that $77 million the most, it's the state that's one of the poorest in the country. Uh, Sharp says it's the it's that state. Yeah. If there's one not to be stealing from, it's the state of Mississippi where they need it the most. One of the one of the things that Shannon Sharp said in his uh, in his in that in that segment that didn't make that particular clip was he talked about what if Terrell Owens, it was Terrell Owens instead of Brett Favre, right? What if it was him that was, you know, uh, getting, you know, securing funds that were meant for underserved? What would we be saying about him, and how quickly would we be trying to justify? He 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 did make the Hall of Fame, right? He, oh yeah, yeah. Remember he did it from the college. Yeah, he? that's he right. He didn't go up there. He said he, his point was like, how quickly would we be trying to get him thrown out of the Hall of Fame if he did something like this? Terrell Owens. That was what he went on to say, which I think is an interesting dynamic. He didn't go far enough. How quickly would Terrell Owens have charges against him? What the hell are we talking about? Criminal charges. He said that too, yeah. Forget, he, forget the Hall of Fame part of it, and he's right in yeah. terms of legacy and everything else. You'd try, be trying to rip everything from him, but criminal charges would have already been filed, bro. If it was T.O., I guarantee you that. Yeah, like, FBI would have been all over this thing already. Is there any doubt that, like, busted some folks. Brett Favre is just charges. A, a giant a-hole just when you meet him? Like, you, just, you get the sense, like, he's just not the... He's not, you know, you, the the down home guy, warm and fuzzy guy. That, Anybody who would steal from poor people, John, is pretty much trash. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be some culpability for him somewhere, though, down the line, right? I mean, you got to feel like how can how can you know how can any entity, any government body, read this story, see the text messages, and not pursue some kind of action against Again, him. Again, I would just think, since he's a favorite son of Mississippi, well, Mississippi what, may not, but what's going to come down is that uh, and just pay us back, you know, instead of yeah. putting him in, in, in whatever, whatever that, that punishment would be. But see, yeah, you still took the money, and you knew you took the money, though. Whatever so, that criminal punishment would be. So but that, I, I think they should pursue it. Yeah. Um, but and I make th- an example of, of him in this case. Because, again, with that name, you'd be making quite the example for anyone in any state yeah. who's pulling out of welfare... Federal dollars intended for welfare yeah. funds for that state. Any any rich person that's doing that yep. and benefiting from it, yep. they should all face criminal charges. Yeah. And Brett Favre be a hell of an example to set. Yeah. Another submission for the clip of the day was, um, and, and I don't know if we have it, but it's I think worth talking about. Uh, Stephen A. Smith was making a case for Kyrie Irving as most valuable player in the NBA this season. Now, I don't know if he was doing that to be funny. I don't know if he was doing that to be sarcastic. I don't know if he was doing that to get a reaction, whatever the case may be. But he did go on, and he did say that. Uh, this is – this. Is, we actually have it. It's worth – I mean, we we, can, we we report, you decide, was Stephen A. Smith doing this with a straight face? 
And let me tell you something right now. I'm not only going to – we'll revisit this another time. I'll go a step further. I got Kyrie Irving as one of my top league MVP candidates. I think Kyrie Irving going to put on a show this year. Everybody better brace themselves because the brother playing for a new contract. He's playing for a new contract. Listen, it matters. $200 million plus dollars matters now. I didn't say it did. Uh, it matters now. It's like, yeah, uh, you a capitalist. Come on first, now. You know the that. first thing you did is <laughs> went to the money. <laughs> well, well, I'm no, no, I'm saying I'm not a, it's not an insult. I'm just a hell of a money. He's got fresh legs, too. The money. Listen, Bradley Bill got $200 million. He's going to get $200 If he million. does anything remotely close to what you're saying, he's going to get the money. No, no, no. No. no, no. Because that involves okay. that involves years. That yeah, involves, he's gonna get no, no, if he does no, anything no. remotely close to what you said, listen, he's gonna get the money. People, listen, and I believe that that's what he's gonna have to do to get the money. Because in the process of balling, he gotta convince folks that he's gonna show up to work, which I believe he will. Pass is the pass. I'm looking forward. I got Kyrie Irving as a league MVP candidate. This brother is gonna put on a show. Not far off okay, from that. and I think K and KD is just gonna be KD. If anything, KD gonna get in the way of his MVP aspirations because. <laughs> Katie in his sleep is going to do what he does. Okay, so there you go. Uh, because Kyrie Irving needs a new contract, therefore he will be an MVP candidate. Well, Kyrie will be balling. He's right to, to base his theory on that. Kyrie, Kyrie trying to get that $200 million. Yes, you're going to get a good season out of them. More importantly, where you see that he's fully committed. He's got approved teams. He's fully committed to basketball. So you're going to see a Kyrie that's going hard. That helps. That said, what takes it back down is the fact he's playing with KD. Yep. Like the Nets' success, a lot of what, and, and the level that KD will play at will keep Kyrie from getting votes, will split votes for, for those that want to vote for a net or whatever. KD's not going to go all of a sudden just become a, a good player. He's literally, he's MVP candidate every year. That's mm -hmm. not going to change. And so when you got two of those, that's going to lessen the chances that Kyrie can acquire enough votes as well. That's that's the other part of that. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I, I will eat. It's not crazy. I mean, he's going to have a great season. You already know. He's got to yeah. prove to the rest of the NBA, well, that, yeah, That's true. I mean, he, he'll have a good season, but an MVP season is a totally different, you know. It's a totally different. There's no, I don't feel well, like. Well, the last four have been bigs, like Giannis and, and Jokic. Yeah. Right? So the last four MVPs between those two guys, you got to go back to Harden, 17-18, to find, you know, just a guard who's putting up big numbers that get that gets it. The last two have been guys that play on both ends. And you know, you know who's been close? The Joel Embiid's, Jokic's, Giannis's, they're closer to that now than right. I think Kyrie would be, yes. especially on the same team as KD. I absolutely agree. Uh, but I am excited. I am excited for NBA, the NBA because uh, Lord knows I uh, definitely miss basketball. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to come back. Ronnie Barber's going to be on the other side. We're going to talk to him uh, about the NFL, about Week 2, Kansas City, L.A. tonight. Get his thoughts on that and more. Stick around. Jason and John, how are you trying to Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Pam, yes, man. Funny how now my accountant is having trouble trying to count it to the people that think that I owe you. Payback some and you know that. Ronnie Barber is a Super Bowl champ. Catch him on betting with the Barbers. With Superbook Sports. Week two kicks off tonight with Chiefs Chargers. He joins us now. Rondé, what's up, man? Appreciate the time as always. What's up, guys? How you doing, man? Uh, all is good. So glad to have you. Uh, somebody's yeah. gonna somebody's gonna make a statement tonight. So I, I don't. And, and and for and for you know for each guy, maybe the statement is different. But whether it's Mahomes or or, or Justin Herbert, who do you think we're talking about come tomorrow morning? I think you're gonna end up talking about Patrick Mahomes. To be honest with you, he's uh. I think he's better than people would have expected without Tyreek Hill. I, I, I made this comparison a long time ago. You know, he always had this safety blanket. He could extend plays and just hurl it wherever he wanted to when Tyreek was there. Uh, and if, based on last week, what I, what I watched, I watched every single snap of that game last week. Um, and he was much more of an efficient passer without Tyreek Hill. That's hard to say, mm. uh, but I think without having that, you know, I can, I can always make this play last three seconds, but putting him on time and on rhythm, he looked unbelievable last week. And gr- granted, you know, you, you judge that by uh, who they're playing. Cardinals aren't, you know, the, the best team in the NFL. Uh, he looked as good as I've ever seen him last week. So I think you're going to be talking about Patrick. That, that being said, Justin Herbert, damn good player. Um, you know, this is their year in their minds, I think, because of what the additions they made on both sides of the football. And I think Justin Herbert's the next guy. Uh, you know, obviously everybody talks about Josh Allen. Justin Herbert is the next guy that's going to be, you know, top tier quarterback. So it's going to be a good game. But I think at the end of the day, you're going to be talking about Pat. I, I do too. I, I agree completely with it with you on that Chargers side, Rondé. Tell me when you were preparing for a guy in this case, like Justin, and you knew one of his key weapons, in this case his key weapon, and Keenan Allen is out. Like, did that change the approach for you? Like, deep down, were you, okay, I can cheat now to this other side, like Mike Williams is going to get everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, was the approach different when a key receiver, like in the case tonight, was out for you as defense back? Well, it certainly made it easier, yeah. right? When you, have, when you have a proven commodity, like, you, you know what you're getting out of him. You know what you're getting out of Keenan Allen, right? No Big, doubt. Fast, he's athletic. You know, he's a Pro Bowl talent and all-pro talent for a reason. Um, so not having both of them, I mean, put it this way. If any team had one of those guys, they feel good about themselves, right? Yeah. The yeah. fact that they have two of them is part, is part of the reason why Justin Herbert is have, has had the first couple of years that he's had in the league. Yeah, but without him, to answer your question, yeah, you, 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 you discount DeAndre Carter a little bit. Yeah. You know, you say he's, he's not Keenan Allen, right. but I don't know. I watched DeAndre Carter have a pretty damn good day last week, and Gerald Everett, who's in his first year tight end, could go have a pretty damn good day. So at that, in, in those situations, you, you sit there and tell yourself, 
know, maybe it's not the quarterback, or maybe it's not the receiver. Maybe it's the quarterback that mm-hmm. makes these guys as good as they are. Uh, so in this situation, because you know Keenan's out, I don't think you take. I don't think you can take it lightly. I feel like Justin Herbert's that quarterback can make anybody good. I think he showed that last week. What did you make of of last week's game? I mean, this is an AFC West tilt. Last week it was an AFC West tilt between the Chargers and the Raiders. Was it more about what Derek Carr didn't do than than the Chargers sort of te- – like what did you just make of that, I guess, from both angles, the Raiders and the Chargers last week? Well, I think the question you got to ask yourself is, are the Las Vegas Raiders as good as they seem to think that they are? Yes, they made a, the biggest addition in the offseason, right? You go out and – you know, get one of the premier wide receivers in the NFL, you think that's immediately going to turn the corner. But they're also, you know, working in a new head coach. I mean, Josh McDaniel's been there before, but he wasn't successful in Denver. You know, his, all his success has been under uh, Bill Belichick when he was in, was in, uh, when he was in New England. So, um, so that, that, to me, that's the question I'm asking myself. Can Josh McDaniel be better than he was the last time he was a head coach? And, did they do all right? Yes, but they didn't look great. I mean, Khalil Mack had a career day. He had three sacks and six tackles for loss, or six tackles, three tackles for loss. He hit the quarterback four times and forced fumble. Like, at some point, you know, you have to get out of that, that uh, I'm, I'm going to let my quarterback win games for me. you got to mm-hmm. protect him. And I don't think Josh McDaniels did a very good job of that uh, last week. Um, not that that's a harbinger of things to come for them, but – um, you know, sometimes the, the, the putting on that head coaching hat can really change the, your dynamic. And um, but I, I think I just think the Chargers are the are the team to beat in the in the AFC West. And I, people think I'm crazy because I say that about uh, you know they're playing Kansas City, who is the team to beat. But I think the Chargers made the most, or I should say, the best moves in the offseason to get them over the over the hump. They had a young quarterback, so they have cheap, so they can go out and spend money, and they did it on both sides of the ball. Um, so it's uh, it's it's it's, uh, it's 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 a team. I think Los, Los Angeles Chargers that should have beaten the Las Vegas Raiders last week. Yeah. Bucks at Saints. Obviously, the the Saints have had great success against the Bucks and Tom Brady. A four and zero, I think, in the regular season did get him in the playoffs. Obviously, <laughs> you know it well. Uh, Tom got him when it counted. But tell me, Ronnie, why have they been so successful against Tom Brady and these Bucks? Yeah, that's a, it's an interesting question because I could you could say Tom Brady in the Bucks, or you could say uh, Rondé Barber in the Bucks for the last twenty <laughs> years. I, we could never beat these dudes, man. Yeah. It's yeah. just it just kind of is what it is, and it, it's one of those deals where familiarity breeds a lot of understanding. So both sides know what both sides are doing, especially with the Saints because they've been the same, really the same team for God, man. I mean, how long was Sean there? For 15 years or whatever? Yeah, yeah. And now that Dennis Allen is the head coach, they're really the same team because he was their defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Their offenses, offense really hasn't changed much. Obviously, the quarterback's different. But just the way they know how to play this football team, personnel-wise, they, they match up really well. Um, you know, they got great players on defense up front and secondary. Lattimore, they got a great matchup with, you know, Lattimore, Mike Evans yep. is one of my favorite matchups every single year, twice a year. Um, so it, I, it, I think when you just know a team and there's emotions embedded into that rivalry, so to speak, um, it, it, it kind of takes the, um, the prognostication out of it, right? You just, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that they have this guy going against this guy or offensive tackle versus this great yep. head rusher. It's like, no, we're going to beat you just because we, we want to beat you. And it's been that way for 
you know, two decades, man. They're a hard team to beat for Tampa for whatever reason. Tell me this, as a Bears fan, I know about the chaos that Akeem Hicks can create up front when he's right. when he's healthy and ready to go. So, you know, I didn't see the whole game, but read a little bit about it. Some people said Hicks looked a little bit rusty, obviously coming over. When he's healthy and ready, do you expect him to be a guy that's making all kind of a difference up front once he's in and fully in the fold? I absolutely do. I think during the preseason, I went out to a bunch of practices and obviously watched, did all their preseason games uh, this year, but... You know, talking to the guys in the front office there, they were saying that Akeem was like the best player on defense early in training camp. Yeah. You know, it's like Beast. you got 355-pound Vita Vea nose tackle, and you got a 360-pound Akeem Hicks at inside defensive end. It's like, <laughs> he's an, I don't want to say he's an upgrade to Sue, because I don't want to discount Sue, because sure, sure. Sue was so such a good player for the Bucks for the last two years. But he's different. He's got more energy. He's got more. Uh, he's got a little bit more juice left in the tank, so to speak. Um, so he adds a dynamic that they haven't had. They're always going to be good against the run because they're a three-four base front. Yep. They got huge bodies inside. Uh, but it, it, to say he was rusty, I would say he was just a little ambitious. He looked a little. Cause I watched the film. He was just a little trying to do a little bit too much. Okay. Um, but you know how good the, the guy can be. Obviously, you said you you watched no Chicago. Doubt. You have you you absolutely know that he can be a run stopping defensive inside defensive end. But he can also rush the passer. He's going to get a lot of one on one blocks because they have uh, so much speed on the edge and Joe Tryon and uh, Joinka and uh, and Jack Barrett. Uh, so those, it's up to those interior guys. This uh, I mean this the, the Bucks defense what they did to Dallas last, last week. Yeah. I think is an indication of how tough they're going to be this year. They got great players on all three levels of their defense. Uh, they should be fun to watch. Super impressive. We're talking to Ronnie Barber, uh, Super Bowl champ with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, All Pro Corner. Catch him on betting with the Barbers uh, as part of Superbook Sports wherever you get your podcast. Um, what's the point of, of bringing in Russ Wilson if you're just going to settle for 64 yard field goals? Right? I mean, honestly, right. what's the what is the what was what was the reason? Right? I don't know. And I know Nathaniel Hackett really well. He was with us way back in the day when he first started going because his, uh, his dad was on our staff, too. And uh, Nate is one of those coaches that trusts his players to give him the input that he needs to make those type of decisions. So so a lot of people were talking about his decision to call not call timeouts, right? The Manning cast was blowing up talking about not calling timeouts, not calling timeouts. But I think in reality, he was trying to Earn time to kick the last second field goal. Obviously, it wasn't going to be last second field goal. But but it, that's not the question to me. The question to me is like, why wouldn't you trust the guy you just paid a whole bunch of money to, yep. who has who has in his career, I think he's twenty two of twenty six on these type of situations in football, and he had to have asked Russell, "Hey, do you think you can get this first down?" And I can't see Russell saying no. He had to have said yes. And he still made the decision against them. So I, I have no idea why he why he decided to go for a sixty four year old field goal that had like a fourteen percent make percentage. I think if you're if you were betting, you know, betting him to make that, um, uh, it, it was pretty bizarre. It was one of the more bizarre uh, happenings in week one of, of the NFL. But uh, that being said, he, he's a play caller on offense, trying to make a, a game. Uh, deciding decision while he's still playing, making calls on offense. I think it was just a lot of pressure for your first game, and he probably he probably messed it up a little bit. But he'll be uh, he'll learn from it. He's, he's he's got a great football mind. He'll he'll understand the situation better next time. I know, I know you're kind of in the neck of the woods there in Tampa, so I'm going to ask you about what's going on in Jacksonville. Um, right. What what do you like from Trevor Lawrence? Do you see? 
you know, do you see the future with him? I mean, it's, it's you know, it's a little bit hard because he doesn't have that number one receiver, right? But are you seeing some flashes of him potentially being in that conversation one day? Right, yeah. So I've always liked Trevor. I just I've liked, I like his poise. I like his composure. Um, I, I love I love his head coach, what he can do for him. The one thing that, that has always kind of been, um, I don't know, head-scratching about about Trevor the past two years, his rookie year last year, and even this this first game, is that his percentage, his completion percentage is so low. And, and I haven't watched a bunch of games. My brother's actually doing this game for CBS, this uh, Colts game this week, uh, Jacksonville for CBS. And, and, I, and I wanted to, and I, we, we talked about it the other day, I was like, why does he complete so few of his passes? You know, because the guy's taste big, obviously 6'6", six, six, two, you know, 215, whatever he is. He's got great arm strength and accuracy. But he, he, he doesn't have – so to answer this question, he doesn't have the weapons around him to be an elite player yet. Uh, but I, I see it. Um, it's, not like, it's, it's not like he's a bad player. He's the number one pick in the draft for a reason. He went to a bad situation uh, with a bad coach last year, like a terrible coach last year. Uh, and now they've decided to put a coach around him that can, that can make him better. He's got a track record of making quarterbacks better. So, I, so for, if, you're, if you're a Jacksonville fan and you're watching him, you, you want to see progression from week one to week two. Week, week one was almost good enough, not quite. But if he's going to be the guy that everybody expects him to be, he needs to, you need to see progression from him uh, uh, in the next, next week or so. I got, I got two more for you, Ronnie. I can tell you how much we appreciate you joining us. In terms of uh, yeah. Green Bay Vikings, which way are you leaning in the north? Oh, well, you know, it's funny. The Green Bay Packers seem like they do this every year. Yep. They're in relaxed mode in, one, in week one. <laughs> Saints last year, right? The Saints last year. Yep, remember it well. <laughs> Green Bay is uh, – I still think they're the class of the NFC North. I don't think there's, I don't think it's even a question. Obviously, Justin Fields, they go out, or you know, they play uh, San Francisco at home last week and got a got a really big win. Oh, absolutely sloppy. That's probably the sloppiest game yeah. I've seen. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it was great. It makes for great pictures on TV, but in terms of executing football, it doesn't. It doesn't look very good. Yeah. But I, I would say that the Packers are the class of the, of the NFC North still. The Vikings looked good last week, but. You know, they're kind of the Vikings, man. Like, I, I, Justin <laughs> Jefferson might be the best receiver in football because yep. you know, he, he destroyed my fantasy team, by the way. This guy didn't have anything else but Justin Jefferson, and he beat, and he beat, a, he beat me last week. Um, uh, he could be the best, but I, I just don't know that they're a complete team, especially they have a rookie head coach who's really never done it, done at, at any level, had the job that he's had now. Um, I think the Packers, the wide receivers, obviously need to – Step up, right? They have young guys. Yeah. Lazard's hurt. Christian Watkins is, didn't have any snaps in the preseason. He goes out and plays his very first game, and he drops a seventy-yard, which would, would, would have been a seventy-yard touchdown pass on the first play of the game. Um, just give it time. Aaron Rodgers knows how to make guys better around him, and I, and I think completely expect him to do it uh, this week. So, I, Chicago, don't, don't buy him quite yet. They got the big, got a big win. Um, but if they go out and beat Green Bay this week, then then we're talking about something. Then then you really the relaxed mode of the Packers. Right. Then that it, it has to turn to panic uh, next week if they lose this one. Who would you rather be asked to cover, Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase? Oh my God, uh, I, I don't know. Neither. 
No, man, you're too good. You're too good. You got to get one of the assignments. You got to get right. the assignment, bro. You don't, you don't get that. We're not, not you. We, yeah, uh -huh. we're not hiding you on T. Higgins over here. You know. Right. I'll, I'll take this. I'll take this. Whatever the small guy in the slot is. Now, mm -hmm. yeah, be honest with you, um, I think Jamar Chase has a chance to be one of the really, really good ones. Uh, but Justin Jefferson, especially the way they're using him, you know, they're, they're this year they, uh, you know, Kevin McConnell, head coach now, offensive coordinator, came from the from the Rams, is using him like you should use a guy with that much talent. You don't just put him outside and let him run, you know, five routes on a route tree. You put him in motion. You put him in a slot. You know, you hand him the ball every now and then. Um, you make him impossible to game plan for. And I think as long as they continue to do that, he's probably the tougher of the ones. Now, you know, Zach Taylor in, in Cincinnati has a bunch of other receivers along with Jamar. Jamar just happened to surprise everybody last year, uh, and it would be a little bit different. I think, I think Justin Jefferson, though, is a little bit, maybe just a little bit more talented of a player. Now, Ron, it, does what you and I know I'm putting you on the spot with this one, but but Shannon went off, and and I'm I'm curious at what you think. Does what you think of Brett Favre change affected at all when you read a story like we saw out of Mississippi about these welfare funds and the fact that it looks like again looks like Favre took five million, you know, to pay for a a volleyball complex right. at Southern Miss? Does it change what you think about him? Uh no. I mean, I I, I know Brett. I know and. I don't. I don't know if I would say that that is entirely something that Brett would be able to do by himself, right? Obviously. Oh yeah, sure. sure. To, 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 to get where he to get in that situation, somebody had to have offered him that opportunity, right? And mm -hmm. to be honest with you, I don't know. This, I don't know the story. I haven't read the story yet, but I just saw the headlines. Obviously, like like most people probably listening to you, just saw the headlines and didn't dig into the weeds. Sure. But I would. I would imagine that. Somebody offered him this opportunity, and he didn't even know where, where those funds were coming from. Um, um, now, if he did, then yeah, I mean that's that's a little janky, man. That's not you don't go there. Um, you know, it's, it's one of the poorest states in in the, in the union. Um, you know, obviously there's to dig into what, somebody else's funds, welfare funds, that to benefit your daughter. That's just a bad look. There's, he had to have known that that wasn't going to look. End up smelling like roses at the end of the day. Um, so you, I, I, I'm going. I'm going on the assumption that he didn't know where those funds were coming from. Somebody just put them in front of him, and, and, and he helped uh, move them to his daughter's volleyball team. Um, but if he did, that 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 does affect your your opinion yeah. for sure. Hey, Ryan, hey, man, great Love stuff as you always, on, brother. Thanks so Thanks much. Thanks for the time. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Shoes and apparel. 
shipping, medical, healthcare. Millennium hires for positions in almost any industry you can think of. That check going to be looking a lot better. And your better paying job with these companies all starts at one place. Yes, Millennium Search. The incredible team they got over there is going to get to know you, get you in spots best for you. You just got to get to the web address, and that's jobswiththebest.com. Hey, jobswiththebest.com. Go with the best today. Start earning more tomorrow. Um, should be a nice night. Should be a nice night of some sports action. Again, everything is kicking off uh, on Instagram and TikTok <laughs> at 5.30 with um, t- a dog uh, and a sea lion and, uh, and and some other random people. This is what I want to know, Patty, since it won't be part of your picks tomorrow. And maybe you touched on this a little bit earlier. Uh, the total, 50, 54. Is that easy? Is that an easy over? I do not think it is an easy over. I think Interesting. It is, I think it is an under. I'm, mm. I'm feeling under. So you feel under and Chiefs yeah. covering, mm-hmm. not just winning? Probably. Oh. I mean, I feel less confident about the Chiefs covering because four and a half is kind of like that key number of four, right? Mm-hmm. Like they can win by seven, they can win by four. So that hook is going to be uh, dicey. But, yeah, I like uh, I like the under in this game. I think big games mm. tend to, you know, be that, right? Like everybody was saying that the Bills and the Rams was going to go over. You got two elite, elite offenses, but – Also have two good defenses. Defenses show up, right? Chiefs defense is better. Chargers defense, we know, is is pretty damn good. Um, so I think this is going to be an under game. I am the undertaker. Interesting. I am the undertaker. How's that been going for you so far? Pretty well. Huh? I love. I love. I can't stand going taking for NFL unders. I can, I don't like it in a basketball game, right? Because mm-hmm. the action is so fast, and uh, and I hate rooting for misses. But I have no problem rooting for drives to stall out. That that's fine. Like that's fun to me, you know, because you can actually get stops in the NFL. Right, it's hard to get stops in the NBA, you know, time and time and time again. Um, so yes, I am taking the under on this one. I like it more than I like pretty pretty much anything else in the game tonight. Um, I, I'm going under in the first quarter. I'm going under in the fourth quarter. I'm going under on the game. I just you know, I, I think this is where defense step up. So I, I think we'll see that tonight. Now, Brad, I got over to Fraser yesterday, and there was a line of uh, of people. Uh, they came up to me. I was trying to pick up my kid, and they said, "Could they get that same Memphis bet with you, <laughs> Memphis plus one hundred on the money line, if you would make it with them too?" So, there's a lot of people in Memphis want to know right now if you're willing to put that up with anybody that's, you know, you, you got you in this game. You got Arkansas State. You're yeah, giving plus yeah, one hundred money yeah. to Memphis on the money line. You willing to do that with everybody else? There was a line of folks, and Frazier wanted to do it with you. As you know, I try to, to be very. Very really? awesome with my team members and who mean a lot to got me. Got you. And you got to be part of the team. And you got to be in the circle. And I told this to Jake because Jake asked me about the bet. A lot of people talking about me giving you $20. Uh, they for, think you just gave it to me. Yeah, and I feel and, like you're going to give it to it me. And it might be that way. But the upside is if if somehow a miracle happens, then, uh, you know, I'll be on the right side of it. But A I, miracle? I, listen. Who is that a miracle for that Arkansas State? Are you – man, some, who are you with, BC? Sometimes uh, – Sometimes I just don't know. See that? Yeah, you were trolling. You don't not re- at all. You don't not really believe Arkansas State's going to win. The people are telling me it would be a miracle. I believe it will be fate, and that the uh, Red Wolves will will prevail. That's uh, uh, that is not an endorsement of this show. That is a Brad Carson opinion, and uh, it is not an endorsement of this show. Let's go, Red Wolves. So. No. I want to stipulate that. That's going to do it for us. Thanks to Ronnie Barber for joining us. Thanks to Jeff Coggins for joining us. Gene Otto and Jeffrey up next. Don't miss it. For Jason, I'm John. We're gone. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 